Hello and welcome back to the Tells Podcast. My name's Wusi and this podcast is on poker and love. Hello, Andrew Nimi. I think you got a little something in your teeth. Oh. Do you? Yeah, you do. You do. Can you see it? Uh, I think it's gone. How am I doing? Yeah, you got something in your teeth too. A row of teeth full of quiche. Still? Better. Better, but not good. It won't be perfect. No, it's fine. <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Give me that water. Give me some of that water. Hi, co-host. Hi, co-host. What's happening? I think you're. I think. I think you're the host. I'm your sidekick. Co-host. What do you think? Co. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. I guess you're right. How's it going? Uh, pretty tired. Why? I don't know. I just feel tired. Yeah. Is it because you were because you were partying all night last night? Must be. Must be all that liquor you were drinking. Probably. Burgers and liquor. You're on the burgers and liquor diet. <laughs> you eat a burger once a week uh, in the week and you're on a burger and liquor diet? Yep, that's you. I'm judging you. Okay, when are you not judging me? Never. How is your week on planet Earth? Mm, it's getting overwhelming, planet Earth. How so? There's a lot happening right now, isn't there? It's all, coming, it's all coming to a head. It'll be interesting to see if we're able to record next week. If there's still society <laughs> that hasn't collapsed yet. A bit dramatic, no? Do you think it'll be doable? Maybe from a bunker somewhere or like the middle <laughs> of the forest? Yeah. What do you think? I think it's, I don't know, actually. I haven't given it much thought. Oh, yeah? You're not dwelling on it? Dwelling on the impending doom that's coming this Tuesday? No, actually, I have not because I have given myself a mini dopamine fast, mm -hmm. specifically from the news. Mm -hmm. Because it's it, because it's impending doom. No, not because it's impending doom, but because these people that make the news don't pay rent. To live in my mind. Okay. They just want to live there rent-free. I don't think so. So you got other things to do in your mind? Yeah. And in life? Literally, yes. Hmm. I have my own life. I got nothing. I got nothing else going on. <laughs> <laughs> so you just... I got to gotta fill the time with something. Yeah, I just... Um, I just needed to take back my mind. Smart. You know, seems so. seems smart. Maybe I should have followed your lead. Because I'm sure, probably because it was getting overwhelming, and then you listen to the. I watch news on YouTube, and is it really news? It's more opinion than news, because news is. These are the facts. This is what happened. Right. News is there was a car crash or right. a car broke down on 15. Avoid <laughs> exit. On Jones. Now everything's got an opinion to it. A we, slant. We have opinions. An angle. Right. A spin. So I don't need opinions that ain't paying rent in my mind. <laughs> At least this week. Well, I've been, you know, I, I downloaded a habit tracker. Okay. Because it was getting really serious. 
I have a habit, you know, I wake up, I work, and then around 10, I take a break, and that's my news watching time. Mm -hmm. So this week, I tried to interrupt that pattern and not do that. And no news at 10 a.m. Right. What are you doing instead? Went for a walk. Hmm. I read. Seems healthy. Uh, are you sure this is wise? Because <laughs> it's healthy. In today's society, it seems cavalier of you. <laughs> we, don't, we don't like your types. What types do you like? What do you, what, you, gotta, what do you want from me? You got to fall in line. And be. You can't be like an outcast libertarian, you know. You got to pick a side here and stick to it and fight. There's a libertarian side too, no? No. Doesn't exist. Those people are weird. Well, I refuse to... Vote wasters, they are. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, dear. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Easy. Thursday was really not easy. To not read news? Yeah. I felt... Like something was missing in my life and I felt a little bit sad. And I realized that I was experiencing a withdrawal from drama. Hmm. It's crazy. That is crazy. Um, And don't at me because there's no news channel that's not (laughs) filled with drama. So don't at me, okay? BBC? No. NPR? Maybe NPR. Mm, See? So maybe I'll start watching NPR. But... Um, I mean, I'm sure someone would say it's slanted. We're not getting news. We're getting opinions. That's my opinion. And you're allowed to have your opinion. And Andrew gets his news from Twitter. Mm. And this Mm. is why he is very sad this week. Mm -hmm. Because he's been consuming. Sad is an understatement. Too much (laughs) news. That and drinking alcohol. Tell us about you. (laughs) (laughs) News. Your overconsumption there's of nothing, both the news there's, and... There's nothing like a healthy diet of Twitter news and booze. <laughs> really, really set you down the straight and narrow. <laughs> so what do you want to know? How do you feel? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Existential dread. Yeah. What's the point of life? That mm. kind of thing. At least this life. Not producing anything other than here's the poker hands that I played and here's a new casino that opened. You know, isn't that is that valuable? Something I don't know. It's not going to save us, is it? Is it going to save this society? Because this society needs some saving. Yeah, you see, I don't know where to put all of that, and I think that's potentially why. And I think it would be one thing if the angst that we felt or the angst that was shared with us had a game plan of how to get out of the angst. Right? We just get. Well, the people that are serving you the angst, they don't want you to get out of it. Right. So why am I giving them free space in my mind and mm-hmm. anxiety that I hold on to? I don't know. I guess because you think you are supposed to be aware of it. You think you're yeah, supposed to I think, that's a lie. think that you need it and to partake in it. I, I don't know. How are you supposed to like contribute to making a better society without understanding what's happening in society? Because first of all, you do not have the reach or the means to make a difference. I got 150,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel as of this weekend. Thank you very much. Congratulations. Thank I you. actually did see that. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, thanks, baby. Andrew Nevi, mm, I was mm-hmm. going to tell you earlier. Thanks, but, love. 
Congratulations on yeah. 150,000 subscribers. Good chance to uh, suggest to the people watching, if you aren't subscribed, we'd love it. If, okay. Carry on. <laughs> no, for real. Click subscribe, maybe. Thanks. Subscribe. Okay. To the channel. Which channel are they subscribing to? This, this one. one. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you're watching without subscribing, click click the button somewhere and subscribe. Anywho. Anyway. Um, yeah. I mean, I go back and forth because I sometimes I'm like, yes, I need to know because knowing is the beginning of change. But the way that it's delivered is always to, well, I feel worse. Yeah. watching the news yeah then when i don't watch the news what are we going to do on, on tuesday about all this exactly they're going what are we going to do yeah what should we do i don't know should because we, we don't know what's going to happen should we do a live stream while the uh the results are being results announced are, yeah coming in and get drunk no why high, get high why i, mean, I meant high <laughs> no no okay bad idea Anyway, so I'm one week new sober. There's lots of chance to relapse because the body is just so, it's very smart, but also very simple, right? It says, oh, you're doing this. You're doing it over and over again. It must be good for us. And then when you try to change it, the body's like, wait, I thought we were doing something that was good for us. What, why are you changing it? Sure. And it revolts. So I cannot really um speak as an expert here i am one week new sober and that is good enough for now i feel better and i would like to continue on my path okay i always feel like if something huge happens i will know and i really believe that the yeah i'll be telling you <laughs> you'll be telling me but also our sphere of influence is more powerful the closer it is mm -hmm. right like yes if something's happening in tuscaloosa mississippi or something and if i know i can you know maybe send financial aid or sure but i was thinking about that last night actually as i was reading twitter in bed uh oh which is something you should do before you go to sleep <laughs> what were you thinking um just about how you get served like all these like just kind of like crazy stories out of like you know all these different places in the world that don't really have much an effect, much of an effect on your life. And it's sort of like something shocking and it's sort of presented as if like, this is what's happening in the world, like all the time, or it's like something that has a major impact when it's just like some random story out of like, who knows where. The thing is, I think we are very interconnected and we are very dependent on one another more than we realize. Oh yeah. The trouble is the serving dish. This is my problem. Hmm. You're serving it with hot and spicy. No. Are you worried about me? No. You should be. Why? Because I think if you're not experiencing existential dread from time to time, are you really alive? Uh, I don't know. So you're saying everyone does or what? Yes. 100%. Why don't they talk about it? all the time we should know every day who's feeling it which should, one of you is feeling it today you should clock in <laughs> you should go press a button yeah there should be a board there somewhere should be a counter yeah of who's feeling there, sh there should be a bulletin board with your name on it that day 
So you're not worried about me? Okay, good. That's fine. And the only reason you I must not love me. Okay, I'm just saying I'm not worried because it passes, yeah. right? And Usually. next week could be my existential dread. Well, it's going to be all of ours when we're in the breadline. Okay, stop watching Twitter, <laughs> reading Twitter, please. Okay, I'll try. Maybe. Do we have problems in the world? Yes, absolutely. But please deliver, I don't know, tell me about the problems that as an individual can actually do something about mm -hmm. today. Las Vegas, this new, the brand new Circa is on fire. Take your buckets from your house, fill them with it's water. Not on fire, we can see it from the window. Don't but worry, don't panic anybody. <laughs> She's just talking hypothetically. Hypothetically, but you know what I mean? Like Las Vegas, this is happening. Take your buckets, go walk down five, ten blocks to the circa and pour sand. Uh, that is news. That is actionable that I can do something about. Mm -hmm. Did you ever have to do that back home? No. Okay. I didn't have to put out any fire. Pour, pour sand. Oh, no. I actually did have to <laughs> pour out a, uh, put out a couple of fires. Really? Like in the neighborhood or what? No, in our backyard. In your backyard? Yes. You were setting fires? Yes. I was too when I was a kid. <laughs> Love fire. Do you want to talk more about your existential dread or do you... No, you don't want to talk about that. Do you want to talk about the fact that we spent a lot of money and purchased a new bed that causes snoring? Does it though? I'm Is it the cause of snoring? It's the bed. It's probably not. You were snoring last night, by the way. I was? Yeah. It was kind of mild, but yes, 100%. So it's the booze and not the bed. That's what I think, yeah. Tell us what you did that caused this existential dread. Read Twitter and had an 8 out of 10 hangover. Is this is that correct? I made a vlog. <laughs> okay. I recorded footage for my YouTube channel, <laughs> which is how I make my living. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Attended the grand opening of the newest and biggest development in downtown Las Vegas. It's the biggest? I think it's the tallest building down here, right? Okay. I think so, yeah. Um, went to the grand opening, recorded mm -hmm. footage. It might have indulged a little bit in the party atmosphere of the grand opening. A little bit too much. Okay. Had too many beers. And then had myself a hangover the next day. More like the next three days. <laughs> three days. Okay. That's probably true, yeah. You know, when you get old, this is what happens. This and is how it goes. at 3 a.m. in the morning, there was a truck in the bedroom just <laughs> roaring away. Snoring, yes. 3 a.m. Uh-huh. Yeah, we got a brand new bed, though. That's exciting. That's yeah, exciting I thought news. all my problems were going to go away, but alas, no. I still think there's a mild chance that the bed causes snoring. How? Because if the bed is too soft... I think I it's pretty it similar. Up, I looked it up. I if think the it's bed is too soft, then your neck muscles get... They're not supported enough, it's and then you snore yeah but it's pretty similar softness to the previous bed it just doesn't make noise when you sit on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but this one is only 15 days old. So similar softness and comfort factor, I think. But uh, but you never snored in the old bed. Yeah, but so it's not like we just... So you so comfortable in I, this bed. Oh, maybe, maybe the old bed, you were so nervous about making a sound <laughs> with the squeakiness that you were, you slept more... If I had been snoring when uh, the first time you stayed over my place. Yeah, no, I would have been out. Yeah. I would have been out. Really? Yeah. It would have been a deal breaker. It would have been a deal breaker. Do you know how excited I was? I'm not sure that's true. I'm, do You're, you know how excited I was when I realized? I was like, wait, what? There's no snoring? Why, did you have some snorers previously? That's none of your business. <laughs> It's like asking a woman her age. It's not you, Nanya. Okay, didn't know that. <laughs> didn't know that. But I didn't. <laughs> I just made it up. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, my dad's a snorer, so you better hope it's not like it, creeping into my life and your life. In your forties. Mm -hmm, in my forties. Is there anything that was almost a deal breaker, but I was just too handsome for you to not overlook? That eight. 8 p.m. wake up time. <laughs> 8 p.m. wake up time. Yeah, there were a couple of those nights. Yeah, where you were like, what's up with this dude? Yeah, and you were just sleeping so peacefully too. I'm like, dude. After like a long night out or just generally? Like after no, playing I mean, poker? you would, yeah, be playing poker and then I'd wait all day for a text and I'd get a hello at like <laughs> 8 o'clock. I just woke up. <laughs> I thought to myself, what is happening here? Uh -huh. What is happening? Yeah. But here we are. Luckily, hmm. you wake up when the sun's still up now. Yeah. Okay. So you don't think the snoring business is from the no the bed? No, but we'll see. We'll give it another uh, 15 days with the bed and we'll see what happens. We might have to return this bed. Uh, I wanted to ask. Oh, so we got a lot of feedback about the conversation last week um what conversation about having children is that an important conversation who's gonna be able to have kids without a society anyway <laughs> <laughs> that conversation is not even <laughs> not even important at the moment what do people want to know what do they say <laughs> can we can we talk about your mood my mood's fine i'm good this is great Okay. Being productive. Why are you so anxious about productivity? What do you mean? Am I? Yeah. Time's a ticking, you know. I'm not getting any less gray hairs, that's for sure. So, got to sort out our lives. Do you know what brings on your existential dread? Aside from Twitter and alcohol. Okay. Well, I mean, there you go. You can fix all your problems. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Okay. All right. This is why I'm not worried. Yeah. So. I think maybe post-election, I'll take, uh, maybe I'll try taking a Twitter break. Why, why not before? Like. Because I want to know what's going on. I want to know what happens out there. There's literally no way you're going to miss who wins the election. So. No way. Even if you didn't go on Twitter. I want to see people getting angry about it. <laughs> So you just want to have your heart rate rise. It's an addiction. Yeah, probably. 
yeah, it's I'm an sure. addiction. No, I'm sure I'm addicted. I'm definitely addicted to the phone. So you know what I mean. So I am just like uh, talking at you right now because I'm one week sober. But catch me on another day when I'm ranting here after watching the news for an hour. <laughs> so. I'm not better than anybody else. Nope, you're not. But we all need, I need to, you know, get my my addiction under control. And <laughs> I'm trying. I'm Good. trying. I'm not trying. <laughs> I'm letting it run rampant. You're going to wait till after the election. Yeah. Try and rein it in. Do you remember we'll how see. long it took last time? People were in depressions. Yeah, of course. So, but we're not helping anybody when we're depressed mm-hmm. right all that's happening is that the news agencies are making millions of dollars selling advertising while you sit in your depression i know twitter's not because there are bazillionaires on twitter what do you mean huh oh they're not making a bazillion yeah the company stock i mean it dropped like <laughs> 10 points the other day thanks twitter well, everything how dropped. are you how can twitter screw this up this much I mean, it's the destination for all this stuff right yeah, now. Yeah, what happened to Twitter? Wasn't it supposed to be like Zoom at Disappointing. This time? Just endless disappointment out there in the world, you know? <laughs> no, like Twitter should be Zoom, right? You know how when we were... Oh, yeah. They locked down and Zoom was just going up and up and up. I continue to believe that Jack Dorsey has made all his money from Square, Bitcoin... And taking the company public, and he just doesn't care about making any more money off of Twitter. Mm. You think Twitter is just a side side chick, like a side hustle? I think he thinks of it as like this thing that is good for society in some fashion. No, maybe he has existential dread about what he's created. Probably he should. You know. Yeah thinking oh my gosh look at how people are behaving towards he's probably, one another yeah he's probably afraid of like making money off of that all right i don't know who knows jack if you're watching this podcast please I'm, let us know like w- what you feel jack if you're listening to this podcast i'm very disappointed in my returns on your stock <laughs> all right what do people have to say from last week's show we had a lot of comments Rob said, yeah, every other parent says that. Somebody said, you two would make a gorgeous baby. Mm-hmm. And Rob was like, yeah, every other parent says that. Make your own decision, guys. Don't do something you're not ready for. You only get one shot at this. Rob doesn't think we would make a gorgeous baby. <laughs> Rob's like, all oh, babies are not gorgeous. <laughs> He, he he must not like the way we look. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jen says she has four adult daughters in their twenties and thirties, and none of whom currently have all one children. So she wrote wrote a really thoughtful and insightful comment about you know parenting, saying how there were times when she was a young mom, there were lots of tears, doubts, and regrets. It's true that it totally sucks sometimes to be a parent and it's not as rosy as the movies make it out to be. To cope, I read all I could figure out. I read all I could to figure out how to be a good parent and handle these feelings. 
And thankfully, the feelings of misery passed as my confidence increased. Yeah, I would like to know more about why exactly uh, it's miserable sometimes, Mm. you know. You don't see it? I mean, I guess just like the exhaustion. Is that probably a big factor or what? Like constant worry? I think the exhaustion, the worry that you're doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. I mean, our feedback loop is usually if you do something, then you feel better, right? Yeah, I don't know. But I just it doesn't feel like, work that way with a two-year-old. I just feel like humans are so resilient, you know? So, yeah, it doesn't mean... Resiliency has got nothing to do with misery. Like, you can be resilient and still miserable. No, I mean, like, if you are worried about screwing up your kid, you're like, you're not doing it right. Mm. I feel like, like, how bad of a job can you possibly do? Aside from, like, physically harming them, you know? Like, as long as you're not doing that, like, come on. No. Kid, it'll be fine. See, I I think differently. (laughs) I think the emotional and psychological is is way worse than the physical. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, how how bad can you really screw them up? Very badly. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, like, if you're pretty screwed up. But, like, are we? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who's not screwed up? Anyway. Anyway. Um, I appreciate the thoughts, though. Yeah, I think the idea of confidence was also really interesting um, because that is true, right? Whenever you start something new, there's this like overwhelming sense of what am I doing? Am I doing it right? Will I ever get this? But like you say, if you if every day you wake up and your kid is still awake. You're like, oh, I didn't kill them five days in a row, I guess. Maybe there should be a tr- like a like a training site for new parents, first-time parents. You know, like how there's a training site for poker? Mm. There should be a training site for parenting. That runs on the assumption that there's like a set rule of raising kids. I think there's general guidelines, mm-hmm. but there's no play ace aces this way on the button there's no gto no there's no gto strategy to raising kids because everybody comes out completely different i don't know sure there's like what about like from age zero to one yeah some kids will sleep and some kids will not mm-hmm. some kids will want to make a couple sections and you're covered <laughs> anyway i mean i think it would be great if there were more things like that i think there's a lot more. A manual? You don't think it just boil down it, to a manual? No. Parents should raise each child differently, I learned. Mm-hmm. I don't think we were raised like that. I was like, I think we were raised what's good for this one will be good for that one. Yeah. Even though personalities are so different. Sure. I don't think there's a GTO strategy. All right. Sadly. What other comments? The one thing I tell people who don't have kids is that you don't really know love until you have a kid. That sounds ju- judgmental, but there's no comparison to the love you feel for your kiddo. Good luck on your decisions. It's a life-changing one. Do what you feel is right for you. I would love for you guys to experience the love of the little life you create. That's all my two cents worth. Good luck. What do you think about that? Uh, about love? Yeah. Well, Jen also said that <clears throat> you shouldn't expect that you... you 
not everybody just experiences this overwhelming love for their kid when they're born which is very romanticized right movie thing right like sure sometimes it can develop over time right like, you fall in love with your kid and you learn to love them yeah um once they have a personality yeah i disagree with that but <laughs> <laughs> why because you can't love a blob yeah, just, exactly it's just like a little yeah but it, they it have has, personality it has life but it's just kind of like drooling and spitting and eating and shitting and so <laughs> i think for me to say yes i'm all in i would need to reconcile all my what are the things that you have like your dreams your imaginations mm-hmm. about what your life with kids is going to be mm-hmm. and just understand that i don't know right like you say I think you need to love your kid in every stage, like be all in and you can't be like, oh, well, I know I'll fall in love with them once they have a personality. <laughs> what if they never yeah, but develop I think a personality that is, <laughs> that you like? Agreeable. Right. Workable with mine. Exactly. You have to make another one then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I had. That's why the, some people have so many kids. <laughs> they don't like the first one. They're like, oh, let's try again. Yeah. No, I had the the dream of adult kids, right? I was like, yeah, kids are cute, but like school age is, I'm sure, really tough. And there's all these activities you're driving around to all the time. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to, you know, adulting with my kids and having these like best right. friends that I created. Mm-hmm. But that's an illusion. Why? Because that is projecting me my desires onto them what if you're incompatible with your kids it's very possible yeah who knows if they're gonna like you exactly yeah you could do everything right and your kid might not like you Mm -hmm. that'd be sad but it happens all the time does it yes i'm sad for those people (laughs) so it's rough for me i want to be not in a state of like future pacing and projecting like oh if i just get through this part Mm -hmm. then the the end will be worth it because look my parents might have had dreams like that and i'm in another continent i see them once a year Mm -hmm. you know you don't know what your kids are going to want to do you don't know who they're going to be and they might just not like you and that's okay can i always make a zoom date what with my parents yeah no i'm just saying (laughs) We might just not be compatible. Watch the election together over Zoom. Babe, you and this election. <laughs> we will... Watch the fall of America live together. Uh, Craig wrote to us in... Hello at com. We still have an email address. So if you don't want to leave a comment on YouTube or send us a text. Well, we've got lots of places. Yep. Um, Something for everyone. Something for everyone's comment. Yeah, Craig said... He, why have children and what's the compelling reason, which is what I brought up last week. He said, for me, it was simply wanting my own family. Of course, your, your family can be you and your spouse, parents, etc. But in my case, my parents were divorced when I was three and I lived with my mom. Um, I'm not complaining. I had a wonderful childhood, but I always felt like it would have been great to be together, go on family trips, family dinners, holidays, etc., it seems sweet. simple, but that's my reason. I wanted a family. That's sweet. It is really sweet. Sweet and simple. Not all complicated like you. 
I'm just going to go to the voice messages I'm gonna, now. I'm going to see if Craig can have me in his family. <laughs> Isn't it funny that we're family though? <laughs> yeah, it is funny. Imagine like uh, thinking back to like when we met mm-hmm. and like we we're dating and then like thinking like this is my future family. <laughs> That this is my family. This now. is my family that I'm dating. <laughs> right. And you don't get to date your family. Your <laughs> kids don't get to date you and say, oh, oh, I like, I like this parent. Do we have any voicemails this week? Let's have a look. Look. Oh, I don't think we have voicemails this week. Uh, lots of texts. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got a, I saw we had a uh, text message from somebody. We have lots of text messages today. We got a text message a from hot topic. We got a text message from Mom Nimi that just came in. She says, "Thank you for these beautiful flowers. So sweet of you and Andrew. Love you both. Heart, Aww. two hearts. Heart, heart, kissy face. And there's the flowers. Let's see the flowers. <gasps> they are beautiful. They look great. Uh, it's Andrew's mom's birthday tomorrow. Yep. So happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday, mom. Thanks for reading my text messages. What is this? <laughs> Private phones are meant to an ex- be private. An excuse to tell my mom happy birthday on the <laughs> Tells podcast. Happy birthday, mom. I'm glad your flowers arrived before your birthday. I think that's all we have time for. I really appreciate all the thoughtful messages, firsthand experience on children, child rearing. I watched a video about how to stop your child from being a picky eater on youtube the other day oh in lieu of the news that's that's the video i watched getting your learn on unlike how our my mom you know we i grew up in the clean plate squad did you grow up in a clean plate squad probably not lucky Mm -hmm. my mom was like you're not leaving until you've eaten all your food yeah i was a little spoiled but it's also why i was so thin (laughs) because <laughs> you didn't eat anything <laughs> but apparently that is the way to do it the way to do it is our, our bodies are intuitive and we know what we need to eat for our body size yeah and so you should let your kids just right eat when they want to eat well not eat when they want to eat but when you have dinner let them eat however much they want to eat or however little mm-hmm. i said in whose house and this is why I can't have children because I'll be like, in whose house? Yeah, you're going to be all hardcore. And I'm going to be like, eh, let them do what they want. Let them do what they yeah, want. You want to eat one carrot? Yeah, eat one carrot, mm-hmm. go to bed. And then the kid wakes up at 3 a.m. in the morning because they're hungry. I don't know, though. I mean, I eat a lot of carrots myself, carrots and hummus. I think I can convince them into eating a couple more carrots. Yeah, the apparently you're not supposed to convince them though yeah but i mean not like convince them but like influence them influence (laughs) anywho all right so um my two cents for the upcoming week let's keep it together and just keep it together we can kind of want to get through this i kind of want to go rent a cabin somewhere this is what i told you last year Mm -hmm. i was planning ahead but then coronavirus had other plans because yeah. we'd be in South Africa right now. Right, but we can still rent a cabin somewhere. Yeah, I have a friend who is 
going to New Mexico, very unpopulated part of New Mexico. Smart. Avoid the riots. Hanging out. You think there's going to be rioting? This whole city's coming down. Okay. No, 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 no. We're going to... um, Keep it together? We're going to keep it together. Okay. So that we can be... Calm minds can make better decisions. Okay. Frazzled minds cannot make good decisions. Mm -hmm. This is what I tell myself because, yeah, anxiety does not a good decision make at the end of the day. So keep it together. Okay. Stay strong. Just call your brother. He's always calm. Good idea. Yeah. All right. Um, Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you like this podcast please subscribe on youtube uh you can write to us if you're still listening on audio only hello at tellspodcast.com and we have a text number or telephone number which you can call leave us a voice message with some questions um it is 702-690-9299 and next week we will go ahead and answer more questions Great. Until then. Bye. Bye.